Toy Power Podcast is a free podcast made possible by the support of our awesome Patreon sponsors. Head to toypowerpodcast.com and see how you can help. Hello and welcome to Toy Power, the podcast where we talk toys and everything pop culture. G'day, it's Trent here and it's so wonderful to have you company today for episode 311. Today on the show, we're going to hit up some latest news and then we're going to get into a review of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Joining me today in the Toy Power studio, we've got Scotty. Hello there. Ben. G'day, g'day. And Frank. All right, all right, all right. All right. How are you doing, gentlemen? It's, uh, uh, good. Getting, getting good. cold here in Adelaide? A little bit of drama in my house the right. other day. Uh, Jack was running around playing chasey as we do, and he slid across a shiny floor into some furniture, bumped his head, and I was like, oh, and he did that thing where the kid goes quiet. Yeah. And you're like, your heart stops for a second. You okay? Yeah, 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 it's okay. And then I just sort of rubbed. I had a look, couldn't see anything. No eggs? Yeah. Well, then a minute later, I said, all right. Game's clearly over. It's time for a bath. Yep. Ruffled his oh, hair. No. Oh, my hand's full of blood. That's oh, really great. Yeah. And it's like right at the top of his crown type mm. thing. He did not cry at all. Yep. At one point he went, ow, and I was like, but I'm doing like concussion protocols, you know, follow my follow yeah. my finger, count to five, this sort of stuff. And he um, he goes, ow, and I said, is you, does your head hurt? Does your neck hurt? Because of the way he sort of slid into something. And he goes, my knee hurts. I was like, you got the rest of your life to hurt your knees. I don't care about your knee right now. And look, he's fine. I went to the doctor the next day. They checked him out, cleaned it up. He's got this wicked little ball patch like dad now where they've you know cut away the hair to cool. clean him up. And uh, yeah, it's just a little trick. Did not cry at all. He's high-fiving the nurses on the way out. And I was like, what is going on? It's a trooper. Yeah. He's a trooper. Yeah. Mum was out that night, so dad's not going to live that down anytime soon. <laughs> what was the game again? I just just standard chasey. Okay. He just ski or die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we watch Fast and the Furious, so you know <laughs> it was all about family. Yeah, fantastic. Um, well, yeah. it's good. All as well that ends well. Yes, and uh, I do recall actually. I, I've got a I've got a mate, and um, we went to their place one night. It was like this is years ago. This was probably in our early twenties, and we were we just happened to be playing. So we were drinking quite heavily, and we happened to be playing the game on one of those office chairs where we were just like, Leanne was in the chair and I was just like pushing her down the hallway, <laughs> spinning the office chair around and, and someone just was spinning and just cracked their head mm. on like the kitchen <laughs> counter. Oh. Just like, you know, 100 miles an hour just twirling and then bang straight in. But, you know, like hits, hits can be pretty tough. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So. Yep. Wow. Full on. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Some, some, something that's probably less painful. Yes. This. Three... Two, one. Cue music. So what have you got for me? I'm Batman. But she's got a new hat. Right, we are talking about Marvel Legends. Let's kick it off. Scotty, you seem pretty excited by this. Do you wanna do you wanna take this one? Who's Why the big not? green hulk guy in purple spandex? This is this is a two-pack of Drax. And Moon Dragon from their comic book iterations. So what you're looking at on the screen at the moment, that big green dude with the big flying purple cape and purple underpants and the big gold wrestling style belt there, that is Drax from the comic books. 
Drax the Destroyer. Drax yeah. the Destroyer. So when they did a run of the Silver Surfer in the late 80s and they were reintroducing Thanos into the Marvel uh, comic book universe, Thanos was the, sorry, uh, Drax here was his, uh, was sort of essentially created as the, the, the guy sent to kill off Thanos. That was the purpose behind his creation was to kill Thanos essentially. He does look Thanos level big. He's enormous. He's yeah. a huge mm. guy. If you if you think of Dave Bautista and his size in the movies, and he's impressive as a human yes. being, yep. yeah. this guy would be twice as wide, twice as thick, yep. you know, a foot taller. He's enormous. He's Hulk sized scale. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. He's, he's partnering up with Moon Dragon. Yep, Moon Dragon. Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but she's also Thanos-related. She's a daughter of... I thought she was Drax's daughter. Oh. We will fact-check this. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to happen. Um, <laughs> so she's also sort of a part of that sort of cosmic level of the, the Marvel Universe as well. She's quite often associated with the, the, the Guardians and the Silver Surfer, the Fantastic Four, that level of interaction. Uh, these two guys are a, are a great pairing from right. that sort of early... Uh, 90s, late uh, 80s comic book, Fantastic Four, Avengers, Infinity Gauntlet sort of run of comic books that we had there. Uh, these are wonderful. I think these are perfect. I will add these to my collection. They nice. are they're definitely Fantastic Four adjacent. Yep. Well, they're, they're advertised as Guardians of the Galaxy, so yes. that's sort of uh, associated on the two-pack. My question is, so this is not the Drax we've come to know and love in the cinematic universe. How long did he wear this attire for before potentially changing into what we know him as on the cinema screen? In the 10 years that I read right. the comic books, right. he, he always looked mm. like this. Um, I, I think since the, it's gone the other way, since the movie with look was introduced, there's a, now a version of the comics that is – uh, green skin, sort of red tats yep. type yep. thing, yep. but very comic book styled. Um, so they, I, I believe that's going to be his sort of default look, sort of moving 100%. forward. Right. So, like any character in the Marvel comic books, they get killed off, they come back, they look a little bit different. Of course, right. of course. Now this looks awesome. Yeah. And now this is a Hasbro Pulse. Is it an exclusive? Mm, most just, likely. Yeah, come, coming to Pulse. Yeah. Forty nine ninety nine. Ship date September twenty twenty three. And Moon Dragon sort of looks very Watcher esque, sort of like the Watchers, just without the giant head. Well, she's got no hair. Is that yeah. the association? <laughs> well, kind of just like the the big cape yes. and the blue yes. colouring. Yeah, yep. that's fair. That's yeah. about it. She's, Sorry, yeah. like, <laughs> not much to it. Psychic, <laughs> she's foxy looking. Mind yeah. psychic powers, if I recall. Right. Yeah, she's got that sort of psychic ability, that Jim charm, that charisma, the yep. you know, yep, enchantress sort of style. Mm-hmm. Very good. All right, we're moving on to a, another drop from Lego that is from Batman Returns. This is the Lego Batcave Shadow Box. If you know what a shadow box is, it's just basically a big box with the bat, <laughs> with the bat symbol as one opening. But when you open it up, there is the Batcave inside. Now, this particular Batcave, movie-themed Batman Returns. Yeah. Which mm. is... You know, we all know the controversy that this film had when it was released in cinemas. A lot of backlash to the point where Kenner wasn't really allowed to put out a Danny DeVito-style penguin. But tell you what, we're getting a Danny DeVito-style <laughs> minifigure, which is very cool. Although he probably doesn't come with nose-biting action feature. <laughs> um, Max Shrek, Alfred, Bruce Wayne, two versions of Batman and a Michelle Pfeiffer Catwoman. Yeah, interestingly, the Catwoman 
you know, if you've ever had a Darth Maul minifig, you actually have like the minifig head and there's like a this cat. little crown, crown this yes. little crown bit yeah. just totally flush with the minifig head. Catwoman comes with that same style oh, right. of kind with of piece. Ears. With yeah. yeah, with two point ears. So it's very sleek, not not like a big bulky, you know, because Batman's head's really twice yeah. the size of a regular minifigure yeah. head. Look how long those ears are on Batman as well. Oh, yeah. That's uh, awesome. I yeah. do and like the um the Keaton Batman. Yeah. Oh, this is an awesome set. The fact that it comes with the Batmobile gives you a clear indication of the scale of this opening book type uh, shadow box. And I just, I, I adore this. Like, mm. this is an amazing build. How many uh, pieces? 3,981 pieces. It's a big, yeah, it's just a big one. Four, yep. Yeah. Which means the price tag, and I want to take a stab. 500 bucks. It's got to be about 800, doesn't it? It's, about uh, it's 400 oh. US, yeah, okay. which it's makes about it about 600 by the time we get it. Right. Yeah. Right. So yeah. Yeah. I, I think this is perfect timing with the new Flash film. Yeah, uh, exactly. You know, uh, and, uh, the new oh, Batman film. You yeah, know. yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the, the new Batman film featuring Flash. And um, this, you know, being Batman Returns, you can get a really cool idea of, you know, what era. You can pack it in with the minifigures. We've had quite a few different Batmans and things, but we've never had an, uh, this version of Alfred Pennyworth um, and, and, yeah, that version of, the penguin and stuff, um, mm. you know, that version of Catwoman for that matter. Uh, this is an awesome set. And in that beautiful black box that you know is that prestige level of Ultimate Builder, uh, which is awesome. I look forward to uh, people modding this and putting some sort of lights, un- mm. you know, oh, so yes. when it's closed you can sort of see into it yeah. a bit better. Yeah. And A blue light or something would yeah. look sick. Or even well, the white light like the... Uh, Advertisement, just the, yep. sm- the cloudy, smoky look. For or even the, uh, even having it fully open, also you can see everything. But then you have like yellow lit behind oh, the, the the hollow bat symbol, like be yeah, wicked. stuff. It's like, like it's very artistic, actually. Mm. This sort of shadow box because when you've closed it, obviously you're seeing the bat cave and the bat bill through, through the bat symbol. Yep, um, which something is different. It's, it's, it is rather than just totally a bat different. cave set. It's um, yeah, it's something that could sit on a shelf and you go, oh, that's a cool. Piece of art, really. Yeah, and I do like I, – I love the aesthetic of these uh, Burton films, particularly one and two, and that just harkens into that really kind of retro – it's got all sure. like the tape reels. Yep. It's really like the vibe of the film. You're not quite sure what year it's set in because it's uh, – obviously it's 89, mm. but, you know, they're using black and white television yep. screens and like yep. the old school when they take a photograph, it's got the bulb in it. Mm. So it's sort of this really neo-Gothic style of – um, look, and they've just captured that so beautifully in the set. Mm. And 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 I know in terms of the you know this Burton Batmobile, obviously we had the big one, you know yes. the, the non minifig scaled one. And I think there might have been has there been any others? Yeah, there's been that early early adaption one that came out in that first era of Batman toys mm. Lego. But it no. wasn't. It was sort of. It was based a, on. It was, it was based yeah. on. But yeah, then, without. but then they've dumbed it down next. Yes. You know, it's, yeah. uh, set and things like that. But I think this one's going to be as good, if not better, than that. You know, initial release of uh, Batman figures. You know, scaled in with the minifigure. Well, I don't think so. it's minifigure scale, isn't it? Can, okay. No, like there's another photo I've seen where you, right, it's meant to scale with the Batcave, so okay, you couldn't fit. I mean, it might only be as high as a minifigure. You looks, can actually see on that photo we're looking at, you can see a Batman figure sort right. of standing yep. up on the out of the ledge there. Okay. And so it's the Batmobile is quite small, but it's scaled to well, it's the cave. Right. It's really the cave. detailed. For, yeah. You know, even if it's small and down, like mm. that's wicked. Yeah. Uh, mad respect. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. 
<sighs> the nature of monkey is irrepressible. <laughs> we are talking about the uh, Four Horsemen Studios figure obscura. This is the latest in their line. This is Sun Wukong, the Monkey King. Um, he is, uh, I believe, an original character from the minds of the Four Horsemen. Um, oh, he's, he's de- based on deep in, in based the, um, mythology. Chinese, yeah, Japanese yep. mythos. I'm, I'm apologies if I'm getting the wrong, you know, version. Uh, shouting out but the, yeah the monkey king you know you think monkey magic yep. you think dragon ball z you think all those sort of uh you know films and media that that's all based on this sort of archetype of the mm-hmm. monkey king and this guy is off the charts four different heads yep. you've got them you know some of them painted with the whole beast man-esque uh art on you know face paint on the on the monkey's oh, the face yeah the war paint yep. with open mouth or you've got a more Realistic looking monkey head, uh, also open and closed mouth, snarling or not. You get, a, you know, like 10 different sets of hands. You get the feet, so you get ones with sh- clog shoes on or um, the proper animal monkey, monkey, monkey hands. Yeah, yeah, monkey hand type feet. You get a whole heap of um, weapons and things. It looks like sort of a feather type sword uh, and I'm, I'm not sure how that works already, but it, this looks amazing. And I'm, mm. people have already got this figure in hand and they've really? started to part swap out. Okay. And instead of the whole monkey-esque look that the, this uh, futile Japan look that this guy's got, they've, you know, mixed it up with the uh, new... Um, the cosmic, cosmic legions oh, wow. and just taken off the head and put it in the space body cosmic legions uh, <laughs> astronaut thing. So monkey astronaut, like planet it of the ace. Insane! <laughs> it looks so. And he's looking through this massive futuristic sniper right. rifle, yeah. and it just changes just your whole pops. outlook. And even if you got this figure and kept him beautiful on the shelf, you've got three other heads to mix and match yeah. with the others. Yep. And then other people have grabbed them and uh, changed them out with the um, the four the. The four, the ones that my wife is going to kill me podcast. Yeah, the got. four horsemen of the apocalypse. Yeah, yeah, the the four characters that they got done. Yep. So yeah. they've one of them's got all red armor and things. Yeah, so they've yeah. changed it up and put him in all red because he's got a lot of red attributes. Right. Red so instead yeah. of seeing the whole, you know, anthropomorphic arms and things, he's yep. got proper human arms, yeah. but they're red, so you don't know. It matches. That it's just. Uh, this is just amazing. Um, $60 USD and uh, there's a lot of praise for this online and just introducing a, you know, something from the Eastern culture Mm. into Mm. our collections and things and uh, people are going nuts for this and just, just seeing what you can do it's got oh, the uh, cloth goods with like the sash yeah. and stuff that he's yeah. got, all wired, I'm assuming, yeah. as well. Like some yeah. of the photos, and these are obviously just the, the ones the horsemen put out, let alone by the time you know your professional toy photo people get a hold of yeah. him, that just looks looks real, yeah. not, not like an actual figure. Yeah, so yeah, this is amazing and uh, well done. 60, yeah, as I said, uh, available through storehorseman.com right now. Very, very cool. A while back, actually, Eternia, when they Mattel teased us with those very first pictures of Eternia. You remember there were all these Easter eggs hidden in that diorama the that they set up. Yeah, yeah, there were, yeah. you know, all the characters yep. that were upcoming. Yep. And then I think there were these sort of kit-bashed snake men yes. that were done to kind of, I think at the time, literally just to add a bit of extra flair and a few extra characters to the diorama. Well, we know that we were getting that four-pack mm. with those snake armor He-Man and then a couple of those snake army builders yep. essentially. We've just had a reveal for the packaging for that four-pack, and it's it's out of this world. It's out mm. of control. We had that announcement that Dark Horse are going to be doing 
the artwork book on the kind of modern masterverse and origins wave. And you can see why they want to do that because this art is fantastic. The box itself, it's basically like a window box where the flap folds up on top of the figures and it's a full immersive battle scene with He-Man. He's got the green snake kind of like in his in one fist and he's ready mm. to strike with his two green blades and then you've got the other two snake men kind of coming up and attacking very 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 pretty artwork on the back of the box it's got like the the kind of cross sell as well but another full art pick there so is, is this snake armor he man the same one that was released was this or is this the first release of this figure uh no there is a snake armor he man that came on a single, single card, card. Yep. Um, this one looks like it's got the metallic sword, which ah. I think gives it a bit of an exclusivity. Yep. Mattel did a couple of they did like this TV set for yeah, pack. that's what I was thinking. New of, Adventures but that had He-Man. just original like vanilla 2000X He-Man, didn't it? It did, yes. correct. Yep. But yep. they all got this kind of vac metal. Right. That was what differentiated oh, okay. them. So I think that might be it. Light I don't know. Like his mm. shoulder pauldron looks like it's totally black. So there might be a few kind of like paint decos yep. that are a little bit different. But, but definitely yeah. his sword is but the vac metal that you're speaking of. I've seen uh, photos of that. You can see it on the back of his uh, where he's facing them off in the um, in one of the images where that's full vac metal. So yeah. it looks pretty it's cool. It's a nice little touch for an exclusive, yeah. you know, yeah. without going too ridiculous. Just, uh, you know, give it a few hits. But, yeah, so essentially you've got the the kind of the blue. Uh, they have names, these? Yeah, there's, there's Rattle Hood. Gorgon and Naga. So Rattlehood is like he's got the Cobra Khan flared head and kind of the Rattler body and extending head. Now, no action features, but mm. you can interchange like the neck piece. And then Gorgon and Naga are essentially like kind of like a Cobra Khan with a Rattler head. One's done pretty much in Cobra Khan camo green. Yes. Yep. And the other one's like a red and a maroon and pink kind of color scheme. So they're cool. Just good, you know, to build out that. Is, Army. Correct me if I'm wrong, Scotty. Is Gorgon not a Marvel? That's one of the Inhumans, right? Oh, 100%. My major. Yeah, yeah right. definitely. Mm, yep. Okay. Yep. Are the, we, uh, so the question here, Master Trent, is your insomnia going to see us get this pack? <laughs> is this yeah, some hopefully. sort of exclusive? Is it? Yeah. yeah. Is it? Uh, this one will go pretty quickly, I reckon. Is this uh, like a be online at stupid o'clock Probably exclusive? like 2.30 in the morning Australia time. Nice. Um, but, yeah, if I'm up, I'll, I'll definitely chuck a few in the cart. Excellent. Um. Speaking of which, I actually got a delivery, or a couple of deliveries with some Origins figures. Um, Look at these two, is, wheeling uh, and dealing live <laughs> some, on air. Do some <laughs> dealing, um, which is pretty exciting. But no, th- this is good. Look, if they make the right numbers, typically these sell out fairly quickly, and I imagine this one will be quite popular. Mm. Um, do you reckon we'd see these Snake Men single carded down the line? I don't think no, so. No, I think no. they're too obscure for a mainstream release. Yep. So, yeah, uh, look. Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be devastated if I don't get them, but I, I would like this set very much. And keeping on the origins uh, bandwagon, there's also been talk and uh, of uh, Thangor being introducing yes. into the origins, Lady Slither in origins, and uh, then uh, is it Vicor? Vicron? Vicor. Like the the one the the first initial. He Man that was uh, oh, prototyped, yes. and then he, you know, he was the warrior, the spaceman, and the tank head. Yes, yeah. so that's Vicron. Gonna, I think Vicron, he was called yes, in yeah. the classics line. Yes, so mm. that, that so that's uh, three potential upcoming right. ones that yeah, have that makes seen sense. Makes text sense. releases that, okay. that are upcoming, but no actual images, and people are getting quite excited uh, about those. But yeah, images are yet to come, and uh, there's that grey area 
of are these actually going to be Origins or are they going to be Masterverse yeah. as well? Mm. So. Yeah. Why don't we have both? Mm. Yeah, that's, yeah right. that's right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 100%. So now next is Two-Face Batman. So not actually Two-Face uh, in the Batman line, but Two-Face as ba- so Batman as Two-Face. So this was uh, derived from the Batman Reborn storyline and it was essentially a... Uh, acid dream trip where Batman sort of looks up and sees himself as uh, sees Two Face, but he's wearing the Batman outfit and uh, dressed one side all in red and one side all in uh, sort of this purplish black look. Absolutely phenomenal figure. Uh, he was released as part of the DC Direct line uh, quite a few years ago under the Batman Reborn title wave. And now uh, the Todd father is releasing him and uh, has given us a really tiny teaser of the face and the shoulders of this version. And uh, he looks phenomenal. So he's going to be really cool. Shout out to Davey who has always verbally uh, admired my, uh, you know, DC Direct version. So, yeah, I think this is going to be a contender for an awesome figure. So, I mean, it's a villain. It's red and black. You're getting it? I, I, he is really cool. You've, like, you've got one, don't you? I do. I've got, I've got the DC Direct one and he's literally in two pages. You see him uh, at the end of the one comic book yep. and then you get the second one and he's at the start and then he sort of, Batman shakes his head and it's actually it's all a dream. Pretty much. It's just, you know, being knocked around a bit too much. Yep. Um, but, you know, it's one of those, oh, this is too cool just to leave on the, you know, in the yep, pages and things. It. So, And this could also lead to uh, Jason Todd uh, wearing the Batman outfit with, Ooh. and he's got guns and things like that and uh, wears sort of a, a face plate as well to cover up this over cowl. You don't see any mouth plate. So I'm hoping that in this reborn uh, wave, we'll see that version of Jason Todd as well. Um, but, yeah, the, I'll, I'll wait and see what they look like because mm. uh, as much as I've already got these two figures in my collection, the DC Direct fail in uh, much articulation. Yeah. They're, they're very Up almost statuesque, yep. whereas McFarlane are going to put toe articulation on these guys. You know, that's how much <laughs> uh, articulation the Todd father likes. So, yeah, I'll uh, judge it in person when um, these are released. Very cool. Uh, we've got some more releases from the Gargoyles line. This is the NECA line that is inspired by the Gargoyles cartoon and action figure line of the 90s. Pre-orders are now live for Lexington. He's an Ultimates seven-inch scale figure. Um, this, if you can't picture him, he's probably one of the more slender type gargoyles. He's green and he's kind of got like a goblin head yeah. almost. Yep. Um, comes with a very very cool crossbow that's made out of like looks like a spawn <laughs> spawn yeah. style of yep. chain <laughs> chainsaw um, crossbow. Um, double head, two heads, one with just pure white eyes, but not like super evil looking, almost kind of like, you know, goblin-y, quizzical sort of look, and then one with the pupils. Um, He's got flexible webbed wings, two interchangeable portraits, multiple swap-out hands, um, the bolts as well. I think he comes with about four bolts mm-hmm. for his crossbow. And like a like he was driving around his from, from memory jet he, hopper he or was, something. He was there like <laughs> fast tracks, mate. Fast <laughs> fast <laughs> yeah. 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 He was there like wheeljack type character. Right. He was kind of got into like Earth technology and went, oh, like I assume he's driving some sort of drone or jet or something yeah. from the, from the show. But yeah, that I believe is where that sort of 
technology piece you wouldn't normally associate with gargoyles. That's kind of where that comes from. We can do Zoom calls as well, can't <laughs> you? Got like the, the headset and mic as well. Yeah, yeah. Guys, I've got to say thank you for explaining what that was because from where I'm, where I'm sitting, that looks like a shovel with a set of eyes on it. <laughs> I see that. Yep, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I was going to ask the question. I'm like, what the oh. hell has he got a shovel with eyes for? In, instead of having a massive, like, you know, wingspan taller, you know, wider than uh, he is tall, he's more of a sugar glider. Sugar glider. Yeah. Uh, That's a good way to put know, it. Character. So his uh, wingspan isn't going to take up a huge amount of real estate on your shelf. And I, I think this is a cool divergence from yep. uh, the big, Goliaths the, the big and guys. Stuff, yeah. yeah. And and I think proportionally he's not that big in comparison. He's actually quite a um, smaller scale. Uh, What's well, a lower price point, isn't it? 38 USD compared to like your Goliath, which was pushing sort of 50. Probably. Yeah, Could possibly be. the ultimate Goliath. Yeah, mm. but I think from memory, this rounds out the core Is that it? Yeah. Gar- uh, yep. gargoyle um, nice. faction, and uh, I'm sure we'll see lots of repaints and you know maybe some extra prototypes that never released yeah. or something. I, I'm sure uh, Necker aren't going to sleep on this, um, mm. but I think that's your. You know, if you're just after the core characters, this yep. is the last one of that core team. So well yeah. done. Nice. Hey, before we jump into Mortal Kombat 1, oh. bit of news. I, I just have to say, like, <laughs> there was a video posted. I think it was basically, is it like the 40th anniversary of the Ninja Turtles comic? 84. Yeah, I think it's got to be It's got to be about 40, yeah, 40 yeah. years um, or 39 years. But anyway, it was an anniversary early May and Kevin Eastman had this box that he got delivered he did a live stream mm. and he's like hey hey dudes you know cowabunga he's like you know super cool i love i love watching um kevin but he, he essentially was sent a box by necker and he opened them up and he got the battle damage shredder nice which he yeah. pulled out and it's sort of in a very he's like in a blue kind of like the loot crate one so like the loot crate yeah it's pretty yeah. much similar to yeah. loot crate but yeah. with the the scar across yeah. his chest where leo kind of like goes yeah. into him with his katanas and he comes with the alt um, helmeted and unhelmeted yes. heads. Yeah. Comes with the thermite grenade and the gauntlet they basically, you know, toss in the trash oh, at the end of the comic. Nice. Yeah. But and, and then the other thing, um, they had another reveal which was Splinter. Yeah, yes. which yeah. looks, looks so good. Oh, off yeah. the page. And and what I just loved about this video is Kevin's reaction to seeing the toys. He's just like a massive fan. Yeah. He's just like, oh, man, the guys at NECA are amazing. Look at this. It looks like it's come straight off the page. Yeah. Just to hear him talk about yeah. it is yeah. just so wonderful. Well, I'm sure, you know, like taking a step back and I'm sure he's seen thousands and thousands and thousands of Ninja Turtle figures. I mean, he has a wicked collection himself yeah. of mm. the Playmates and things uh, collection. But now we're seeing ones that he co-created. Yeah. Right? And drew these back in 84 yeah. and they're finally being realised. In plastic like, form. Yeah. Like yeah. how couldn't you not react yeah, no, the know. way that he, they're like but it's just, yeah. mad respect. Like, yeah. Oh, and, totally. And, and, I, I, yeah. And you see that because he, he picks up Fugitoid yeah. and he's like, oh, you know, you guys probably already have Fugitoid and he picks yeah. up Renette and he's like, yeah. oh, you know, there's a, he's got the brown version and he's like, oh, you know, but there's a blue version. Yeah. He's yeah. like, it's like, yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. that is just so cool. And I totally get your point because, yeah. These are his creations, yes. and really, yeah. we haven't had no. this version. Yeah. You know, we've never had that splinter. That's right. Never yeah. in forty years. Yeah. So, but he, it's it's so wonderful because he's just so genuine, excited, yeah. and just yeah. so genuinely amazed at the work Neck were doing. Yeah. So, and and like, and the bit as he's turning them, I'm like, look at the art mm. on the box because he's turning them around because they're his. They're yeah. unique drawings done by him. Yes. For this line exclusively. And 
he just didn't mention it at all. And I'm like, man, look how good that <laughs> yeah, art is. Like, yeah. it's if, just if that so was, beautiful. If that was Necker showing off the product, they would have yeah. focused on the artwork. This yeah. is drawn by Kip. And he's just like, I don't care about that. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, I'll look exactly. at this figure. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I, anyway, I, I've seen the art. It. Look at the figure. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, that's wicked. And uh, yeah, congratulations. Right, can can we go. do it now? Yeah, go for it. Uh, this is why I'm here tonight. Oh, my God. Uh, Mortal Kombat 1, which is uh, technically if you want to – basically everyone was expecting Mortal Kombat 12. 12, yeah. They put out a little teaser of a hand going around a clock. It went to 9, 10, 11, and then kind of stuttered and then jumped to 1. And that was it. The whole thing was like 15 seconds long. And everyone's like, oh, so we're just rebooting everything. And the the, the game is officially a call, called Mortal Kombat 1. Super confusing because obviously the first one was just Mortal Kombat. Yeah. And then when they rebooted it in, using a brand new engine for what was technically Mortal Kombat 9, that one was just called Mortal Kombat. Yep. So you've now, however many years later, you've got three games that are technically called the same kind of thing. So that's a little bit funky. But we got a gorgeous uh, cinematic trailer. I was up. I, I did the maths as to when they said the reveal was coming and it was like 10.30 on the Friday night or whatever it was. I was like, I'm here. I'm just going to sit and wait. It was 10.29. There it is. Refresh Twitter. Watched <laughs> it. I would have been one of the you know first people in the 40 seconds into it or something. Anyway, um, yes, Mortal Kombat 1, brand new game coming to all the – consoles and pc and all that sort of stuff um a really nice cinematic trailer everyone's going is that what the game looks like i was like there's no way that's the game like it is it's a cinematic trailer so it's it's pre-rendered looks gorgeous but essentially for anyone who's been following the games at the end of the last one Liu kang is now a god who controls time space and everything and he's just gone i'm so sick of all this fighting and all this crap does the thanos resets everything so Basically, it's their chance to do everything from scratch, essentially. So what you know before is essentially gone. Um, But being called Mortal Kombat 1, we've already seen in the trailer Raiden, Sub-Zero, Scorpion, uh, Katana and Melina, I think, and Shang Tsung sort of shows up at the end. So, yeah, there's a ridiculous, (laughs) for those that haven't seen it, there's a ridiculous part where... um, Liu Kang with his powers, he just, you know, he's had enough of Shang Tsung. Gets these two fire dragons yeah. from the end of his hands, lifts Shang Tsung up in the air, and then basically uses his skull to drive down through the middle of him and parts him in two. And you're like, oh, my God, that's just the preview of what this is going to be. Um, utterly ridiculous. Um, I know it's not for everyone because with, with the gore and stuff looking so realistic as they can do these days. Um, I think it's coming out in September and I'm going to book some leave around that time mm. for anyone at work who's listening. So, yeah, pretty this, excited. This is the thing for me. I've always loved Mortal Kombat and I, I remember playing 1, 2 on PC, had a PC yeah, at the yeah. time. And when Mortal Kombat 3 came out, like this was the bee's knees. Like mm. I, I got it, I paid, I reckon I paid $110 yeah. or something yeah. from yeah. Sanity. I remember going to the Maya Center. <laughs> they used to have, was it a Sanity or? No, it was it was before that. It was a virgin. Virgin. It was yeah. a virgin in the yep. bottom. You go down the Maya Center into the basement. Mm-hmm. And I think it was on, on the left. There was like, and PC games, even back then, this is, I think, 95. Yeah. PC games are not mainstream at all. So, no. you know, like you pay through the nose for this thing. But. I got Mortal Kombat 3. I played the hell out of it. It was just so awesome. So I've always loved my Mortal Kombat. Mm. And with the new ones, I, I think I've got all the new ones, 9, 10, 11. 11, yeah. And, and, but there's this bit like I'm always kind of when I 
do a fatality or there's something or I'm watching like just YouTube of all the cuts of all of <laughs> like part of me just goes, oh, it's gotten to that point where it's mm. so realistic now that there's, I'm like, oh, should I like, it was kind of fine when gotta, it was really like cartoony. Sure in another room. Yeah, yeah, like it's, it's yeah, really absolutely. quite, yeah. it's quite visceral yeah. these days because yeah. they just look so realistic. Mm. And and Trenton Barrett made a comment on our Discord. He was like, that's just too violent for me now. Yeah. Like it's just crossed it's like, that line. And he's a surgeon. Like. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> too much blood and guts. Like, really? Like- <laughs> but it looks amazing. I mean, the graphics are just out of this world. I mean, yeah. even you know, it's animated. Pre-rendered, but yeah, yeah. beautifully, beautifully yeah. done. It's going to be going to be exciting time, so expect uh, regular updates because uh, it's what I do. Yeah, sweet. Mm. And and do we reckon there's going to be some uh, cameo characters outside yeah. of the Mortal Kombat? So game? cameo That's with right. a K. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so the one sort of feature they've teased is, you know, you can have a – sounds like a tag feature, like press a button and a, a character who's not technically in the game jumps in and – you know, he helps you out with a super right. punch or whatever. I think Street Fighter has Mar- had Marvel sort of versus sim- Capcom. Marvel's yeah. Capcom. That's it. That's it. They're, yes, That's... they're calling it Cameo Fighters with a K. Yeah, yeah. Um, makes but- makes gun- games more fun, in my opinion, because yep. it it pr- prolongs the life of your one game. Yep. You know, like because yep. you've got a secondary character. So if you're like, you know, you don't know who you're going to verse against, yep. and if you're like, oh man, I'm a bit undermatched with yeah, character with A, yep. I'll bring character B in, which will be better. And I'll yeah. use, and then you get down to the last little bit of health, and, and like, okay, cool, difference. I've still got you know full health on the other character. Yeah. So, uh, it, I, I think it's a great um, aspect of gaming, and it just adds another level of because then you can like in Mortal Kombat versus Street Fighter, sorry, uh, Marvel versus Capcom, <laughs> you, you used to be able to um, co-op and do special moves together. Yeah. You know, I, like, I feel like I sick. feel like that's more what it's going to be yeah. because from what yeah. I understand, it's it's an excuse for them, and I suspect they might use like models from their like injustice games you know you press a button and the joker who is not in the game at all as yep. a playable character joker comes in and you know gets his big mallet and smack and then he jumps out that's kind of how i feel and yep. that way it's their excuse to go here's a whole bunch of random yeah. crazy stuff that doesn't fit into the game you can you know here's a little wink wink nod nod but we don't have to fully design yep. an entire Explain new it. character yeah. which is yep. months of work so yeah, right um yeah um, when did uh, the- were the Ninja Turtles ever in a Mortal Kombat style They're game? They're in an Injustice game, Injustice. which is made by the same guys. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, and they they did have so you would that was like a tag they were, team. That wasn't was a tag it? team. They, were, they had yeah. a, an extra button where you could swap between yeah. all four in one character, basically. But that totally changed what you were saying. Changes your fight style if you your Donatello is no match for Batman or whatever. You just go, oh well, I'll switch to one of the others. Yeah. So, um, yeah. We'll, uh, we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Very good. Exciting stuff. All right. Let's head into the next segment. All right. Toys and beers had another... Epic screening, and I was all set to go for this. I totally forgot. <laughs> you totally forgot? I totally forgot about it. I, I didn't put it in my diary. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's weeks away. And then um, I saw some messages like, oh, how good was Guardians? And I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> so, so that was bad. But, um, but yeah, so I still haven't seen it. But talk me through this. I know there's going to be some mixed reviews in the room from yes. what I understand. Yeah, but yeah. 
Ben over here was flying the the Guardian's flag. Oh, I think he dude. came out with some pom poms and <laughs> megaphone. Like, if if, if anything else, like uh, this Guardians movie has brought my confidence back in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, right? So it was gone. It yeah, was, confidence was was a bit a shaky. Little bit because little bit I mean, some of the films and things that we've seen recently have just been so underwhelming yeah. and like. Just, you know, let's take Ant-Man and the Wasp number three, for, for Quantumania. instance. Yeah, Quantumania. They, they built it up and things. And I'm like, this is the new bad guy and Ant-Man is able is to feed him. Is toe-to-toe, and, yeah. And, like, it just didn't feel like there was grandiose level of concern, you yep. know, things. Mm. And we, you know, we just – I love Ant-Man, don't get me wrong, but this this Thanos-level power set that this um, the bad guy Kang had, it didn't feel yep. like it was going to – you know, uh, be any threat to anybody else. Um, and here we are, James Gunn's last film, right? Mm. So taking that into consideration, uh, you know, how is he going to tie a red bow around this yeah. franchise, around his franchise? Because yeah. let's keep this in mind. He's brought, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy into the cinematic universe and, you know, people like me who have read more than your average comic book and things still don't know who Groot is, still don't know who Star-Lord is, you mm-hmm. know, um, don't know who uh, Rocket Raccoon is, whatever. So I went in pretty blind and came out like, oh, my God. I'm a these, fan. The, you yeah. know, the first movie I was like, God damn, what a good film. Second one I, I was good. I still thought the first one was the best. Third one, my God. It's up there. He, he, it's up he, there. You know, this is amazing, right? Mm. My only thing was that there might should have probably been a little bit of a, a spoiler warning at the start. This is, you know, a bit of a image thing for cruelty against animals and stuff like you know. But then I've heard that uh, Peter yeah. Peta have come yep. out and said this is great. This is great for yeah. showcasing what uh, cruelty you know in animals is. You know, you you think of those companies, you know, going back to the eighties where they were. Testing, testing, you know, animals, lipstick yeah. or something on animals and seeing, you know, lotions or whatever. Um, you know, this is what happens. You know, yeah, where there's, there's something like take away the the, the space theater layer on it, yeah. and this is a really good representation yeah. of, of cruelty to animals, yeah. essentially. Yeah. Um, my wife was pretty angry at you, to be honest, uh, <laughs> because you you sort of uh, walked into the uh, theater lounge and said, right. You know, clap your hands. Who's going to die this film? Like, <laughs> and, and, and like, my wife's like, shit, I haven't thought of that. You know, and rattled <laughs> off a couple of characters, and then like, you know, went in the film and like, man, I was sorry, I guess. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, so, uh, but end of the day, you know, we we talked about this in our original review where we needed to see some uh, volume of character, you know, arcs, yeah. you know, ending, whether it's going to be a yep. death or something like that. Mm. And I feel. James Gunn nailed it without taking anything away from uh, too much. You know, these yep. these characters can uh, essentially be redone in a new form or another, but but at the same time, he's put a beautiful red bow around the film yep. and just, you know, there was finished a lot, it off perfectly. A lot of little arcs for him to yes. sort of like resolve yep. and he did that but left them in a place and we're dancing around it because Trent hasn't seen it, but left them left all the characters in a place where you could go, there could be more to the story, but if you want to leave it there, then that's where we leave yeah. it, sort mm-hmm. of thing. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, wonderful. Dra- Drax for you, did he redeem oh, some of his art? That, that's one of the things I, 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 yeah, love about the film. Like, I felt he he was really, you know, this uh, mighty character, just like we talked about, yeah. you know, in the, um, the new reveals. You know, this tank like character. You know, so much emotion on him, out for revenge and things like that. So that was the first film. 
then he sort of was pushed back yep. into the back, mm. you know, uh, stage, you know, lighting stage area of the second film. In the Christmas uh, episode, he was a, a bit of a laughing stock, like just yep. a joke character. I definitely feel he, you know, completed his arc, came right back around to all the emotions that we'd seen building from number one all the way through and really, again, tied a nice red bow ribbon mm. around his whole story arc and, uh, you know, told all his emotions and things to the audience without hand and fisting it, you know, yep. the yep. whole series. Uh, it just... Yeah, I can't um, pump it up enough. It's just uh, beautifully, beautifully done. And, you know, the music, uh, James oh, Gunn's ability to yes. storytell, to give every single character that we've come to love in the Guardians and include these um, three other uh, animals that I've, yep. you know, talked about. So you've got the... You see um, them briefly in the trailer, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you've got the otter, which is um, Ellie, is it? Oh, I forget Ali the name. Or something. Yeah, something. The you rabbit. Got, you got Fleur, Fleur, rabbit. Floor. Like, floor, yep. floor, <laughs> the rabbit. Like, floor. This, this <laughs> disgusting, horrific It's like a rabbit looking... with metal spider legs and like a trap jaw yep. mask that yeah. doesn't open. Like it's, it's horrific. And it's a but... white rabbit with red eyes, you know, so yeah, it's yeah, quite, yeah, so it's quite intimidating. And then it's just got the most beautiful personality. <laughs> yeah. like, and, and then you've got a walrus yep. with yeah. like these sort of walrus massive um, wheelchair type yeah, legs. With like, wheels, uh, yeah, on it. So, you know, he gets around. It reminded me a bit of Tusk. Uh, <laughs> um, and uh, like th- these, those two characters, so the, the rabbit and the um, walrus are quite, uh, you know, in, like they don't have much intelligence. Yep. They're, they're mm. sort of basic uh, driven characters, whereas the um, is it is, is it an otter or is it a yeah, um, it's, an yeah otter. it's an otter. Yep. The otter is quite intelligent, yep. and then you've got Rocket Ro- Rocket Raccoon who builds up his knowledge, you know, and just yeah, almost See, they're they're rocket cellmates basically yeah. when yeah. he's being experimented on, and it's like at the end of the day, like you're right, they they cover a lot of arcs. Rocket is the the, the yes. central focus yep. for a lot of it, and it's. You know, Rocket was usually people's favourites because he's the sarcastic one. He's Groot's buddy. He's got big guns. You come out of this just going, I love Rocket Raccoon now. Yeah. Like you, yeah. you appreciate everything that's happened to him and, and stuff. And, you know, you mentioned the soundtrack. The opening song is not really a spoiler, but the opening song is Radiohead Creep, but like a real yeah. stripped-back acoustic version of it. And Rocket's just sort of humming that as he's walking along and that sort of sets up his arc to say, all right, this is really about how did rocket become rocket type thing and and you know it's oh, wonderful absolutely yeah. wonderful yeah uh and then you, so the bad guy the villain in this is uh the high evolutionary yeah. right and you can comp- you can't help but compare him to the last movie that we've just seen uh in being ant-man 3 right and i have to say the high evolutionary is million times more evil more sinister more believable as a uh, Thanos level threat yep. against the rest of the universe than uh, Kanos Kang. Kang Kang was yeah. because he just what, what what everything James Gunn portrayed the High Evolutionary to do in this film was much more sinister and evil and power set you know level than um, Kang was. Yeah, that, that you, I really, you really hated accepted. the guy. Like it was, yeah. it was nice as opposed to Thanos. That was his villain. Where you go. I almost get where he's coming from, right? You know, so yeah. half the universe, all that stuff. And there seems to be a real push to, you know, wanting people to relate to villains like Loki and, and these sorts of things. This guy was just a prick. And you just, you come out of there going, nah, 
you have no redeeming qualities whatsoever. Yeah. I want to see you get your ass kicked up thing. It was it was quite refreshing to be honest. And um, the actor and I forget his name to be honest. Um, wonderful, absolutely. He's a bit of a scene stealer, even in amongst you know all the the, the cast that's there. Um, with some of the drama surrounding Jonathan Majors and Kang, he's a bit of a hot tip to, if it comes to that, potentially become the new sort of central villain, yeah. you know, if Kang has to bow out for whatever reasons. So, yeah, he is wonderful. James Gunn, he's, you'd recognise him from um, Peacemaker. He's on, he's on that show, the actor. Um, yeah, he's really great. We've talked a lot. Scotty looks like he's trying to trying to say Jump something. I, I just want to add to that um, to that actor's portrayal. He understood one hundred percent what the role was all about. Mm-hmm. He understood that he was a narcissist. Yes, yeah. yep. and he nailed it. I, I I've got to be honest with you. It's probably the it's a top five for me villain portrayal. Mm. I felt almost emotionally attached to him and his portrayal and what. He thought in his mind what he was his agenda and what he was trying to achieve. He believed so strongly in it, mm. it it kind of whitewashed for me the rest of the characters in the film that yeah, he wow. was a central pivotal character. He every time he was on the screen, he stole every He's screen electric, he, he? every every um every scene he was in. I'm gonna circle back. And for me, the film was excellent. It was really, really well done. I Checked my expectations at the door. Yeah. I didn't want to get disappointed. And it was a wonderful, wonderful journey. I didn't even look at my watch at no, one time yeah. no, during the well, whole not film. Not once. Yeah. It was really, really good. James Gunn has hit it out of the park with his final film uh, with Marvel. Ben, with what you said, reinvigorating the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it does not. All it does is say, James Gunn is a magician. Yeah. He's wonderful. <laughs> this is what Marvel have left on the table. Yeah. And congratulations, yeah, DC. Yeah. You have got yourself a, a gold label all-star headed, uh, heading your team up. Uh, it doesn't save the Marvel Cinematic Universe Fair at enough. all. Yep. Mm. Yep. It's it, just a wonderful, wonderful yep. standalone film to finish out a trilogy that's really, really good. But I, I don't know. We still have yeah. to wait and see, we'll see what, what comes, comes next. next. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Good call. Fair and call. It's, it's fair. You said it's a standalone. Like as far as MCU tie-ins, none that I really Correct. spotted. Like the only thing you need to know, you could literally go into this movie cold. Yep. The only thing you would probably need to know beforehand is what happened with Gamora. The fact that she's the 2012 version, so yep. she has no memory of you know her and Quill's relationship. relationship. Yeah. And that's that's a bit of a focus, and that becomes a bit of an arc for both of them. Um, other than that, you can go in cold and you don't, you're not, there's, I mean, there are post credit scenes, <coughs> excuse me, um, but they don't tie into it's, you know, Iron Man doesn't show up or anything crazy like that. It's, it's its own self-contained story in that respect. It's, it's quite refreshing and, and, and wonderful. And also remember the, uh, the, is the wrecking crew. So the other guardians yeah. of the galaxy, Stallone, Stallone yes. driven um, crew. So uh, Gamora's jumped off ship and with them now. The, so the, re- no, re- the ravages, ravages, ravages. Yeah, ravages. Yeah. Uh, so, the, so now I'm thinking transformers. Um, so yeah, <laughs> well, there the, is a wrecking crew in the, the Marvel as well. I was yeah. like, really? I don't remember those guys. Um, uh, so then, yeah, so the, so he's sort of there, and he cameos a couple of times, but not definitely not in the film for much for very long. Uh, so that's really cool. Um, where else was I going with that? Um, I think this film has done fantastic at the box office. Like it I has. think it's done more than Mario and things like it's that. It's done uh, a lazy half a billion dollars so yeah. far. Mm. Yeah, full on. Yeah. Um, 
tell me about Adam Strange because I went in knowing Adam Warlock. Adam, sorry, Adam Warlock. I knew <laughs> it's I, a different character. Adam sorry, Strange. I got Adam right. Um, <laughs> Prince Adam, and uh, yeah, so I went in not knowing about this Adam Warlock character at all. I, we saw the. Uh, Cameo at the second, at the end of the second yes. film. Yeah, the, the, yep. the cocoon. And, yes. and, and so he, the, the story of him, he came out of his cocoon too early. So he wasn't quite cooked, if you know. What <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. Yeah, he wasn't, he, he was a bit too cooked. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he came out a bit too early and uh, a bit underdone. So <laughs> tell, tell me about that. Okay, so the massive amount of praise I heaped on the high evolutionary character and his story arc. Well, here's the yin to your yang because mm. I was shocked by how appalling this character was portrayed. Not the actor, not Will Poulter and how he did his job. He obviously has directions on how to bring that character to life, whether it's James Gunn's decision or overall it's a Marvel mm. Kevin Feige decision to portray yeah. the character this way here. I think they dropped the ball badly. They have taken essentially what could be – Again, it's a th- the Thanos level of character, that power set, and he's an infant. Yep. Yeah. He has no control over his powers, essentially. He has, he's, he's, he's dictated or he's influenced by those around him to how he reacts into scenarios and yep. events around him. It's, it's, it's equivalent it, to Ninja Turtles 2, Sick of the Use, yeah. where Tonka, yeah. Shredder brings Tonka and Razor wow. out, yeah. being like, here we are, they're cool, babies. and they're babies, yeah. right? Adam, Adam Strange is a baby, right? He's just got that mental capacity of a baby, but so super strong and powerful. So yep. he, he sometimes uses his powers in the wrong way. And but, uh, sorry, is, is it key to the story? Uh, look, for me, like, did he, I mean, he, it, he, he was a, he was, he needed to be in the story to keep the, everything going along. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't know anything about Adam Strange, right? So I, I accepted it. I think he could have taken out Adam Warlock altogether oh, and, and nothing. <laughs> sorry. sorry. We didn't guys. want to pick you up. That's right. Uh, sorry. We didn't want I don't think he could have taken that whole character out and it wouldn't have really changed right. much. Nah. To be honest. And to the point about him being he was he was the comedy. Now I, I think that was almost necessary because there was right. so much um pathos around uh, Rocket and the drama with Quill and Gamora. There was a lot of a lot of soul searching from all of the Guardians. Whereas typically you're used to your Drax or your Groot or even Rocket being the comedy. Yeah. In order to play all those arcs out, they had to be quite serious in tone. So Warlock, unfortunately, the comedy right. element sort of fell to him. He was there for for all those laughs that the other characters would normally would normally deliver. Um, yeah. He's not that character. Yeah. He's a yeah. serious ass kicker for the good guys. He's meant to hold the Infinity Stones. He's meant to be cosmic balance. It's mm. such yeah. a poor portrayal of, of the character. I felt like every time he came up on the screen and he did something, I'm like, Shut up. dude, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Come on. You're not meant to be like this. Which is another interesting point. This movie drops the first F bomb in the Marvel yes. Cinematic Universe. Yep, I read that, that sort of a couple of days before going in. I went, ah, oh, surely not. And when they do it, you just sort of like, really? You used it there? Yep. And when you think about it, it's really so that if Marvel turned around and went, oh, or Disney, more to the point, said, no, you can't do it, they could cut that scene. Right. And it doesn't change anything. Yeah. But it's just so, and it just sort of happens and you go, ha, that was funny. And then you sort of realise, you go, wait a minute, I'm watching a Marvel movie. They shouldn't be able to say that. Like it, it catches you by surprise. But it is also a James Gunn film. Well, so. that's it. Yeah, you look at <laughs> What the, are they going to do, the fire me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> it. <laughs> um, 
question for you in terms of the visuals, right? Yep. So these Marvel films to me, I mean, they can blur into, you know, there's no defining, you know, I'm, I'm watching this All Spider-Man so it screen. looks like yeah. this, you know, it just blurs into one kind of homogenous thing. Um, does this, I mean, James Gunn's got his unique style. How do the special effects kind of feel, you know? It in feels this like one of those old school uh, pulp um, sci-fi yeah. comics. There's, there's a at one stage they go to a ship that is made. It's an organic ship, like it's made right. of yep. flesh, basically. Yep. Um, so rather than have that sort of you know shiny Star Trek feel or the grungy Star Wars feel, it's its own thing. Yeah, I mean it's all set in space, obviously, and stuff. But then um, when they get into the interior, it is like that. But then their outfits are these super sixties, seventies yeah. space. It's like. Um, puff, you know, a state yeah, puff marshmallow. It's like those really suits, old, like, um, dare I say it, um, Adam Strange comics, right? Like, yeah, there you go. Someone <laughs> correct you got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it is his own style, and the music, like the I've been listening to the. There's a playlist that has all the songs that he's he's lifted on there, and it's uh, wonderful. Like great, great use of like classic songs like obviously you know there's a lot of music in guardians and it's based on the stuff when quill was a kid that playlist has progressed to more our sort of era okay. you know so when we were growing up and you sit there and go oh this is a banger of a song like it's yeah really 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 well done i i also there's one bit where because we see it in the trailers they're all got their uh, uniforms yep. the same mm. sort of uniforms so that blue with the blue star the and things and i i match it to the experience of when you see the x-men all come out wearing mm. their black outfits like yep. it's just so cool seeing them all uniformed in yep. the same Suit up. outfits yeah. and that was pretty spectacular uh seeing that um and and even Groot is more mature and everything in this movie. He's he's actually quite powerful and uh, quite buffed type yeah. thing. And he was really good. Uh, I, I'd had enough of the teenage Groot and the baby Groot and mm. things. So him seeing his evolutionary arc yeah. was also uh, awesome. Uh, I, I, there's not much I can say. You know, I didn't like about this. It's just such a good film. Mm. And from you know, all uh, review accounts, it seems like it's unanimously, you know, well-received by mm. everybody. So um, it's, yeah, as Scott said, What are you just doing? Sad. Just leave and go see it now. I know, I'd love to. <laughs> it, I really want to see it. It's just sad that James Gunn has finished with Marvel. It's a heck of a way for him to go out. It's exciting but, yeah. to know that what he's going to do with the DC. Yeah. Like, I'm really hyped. Uh, we've got a taste of it from... Um, the uh, what's what's it, what did he do? The Peacemaker, yeah. And now uh, I just can't wait for him to play with some of the big league, the A league characters next. So yeah, oh, there you go. Um, you got to do scores nineteen. Oh yeah, because we we did our prediction thing. Yeah, with, uh, oh yeah. Let, let's cover hmm. off what we uh, had earlier in the year. So Ben had uh, eighteen out of nineteen with emotional damage. <laughs> Accurate. Or pending emotional damage. <laughs> Trent, you had a 17 out of 19. Okay. Frank went 19 out of 19. Mm. Uh, and my score was 17 out of 19. Ben, starting with you, starting how with accurate? Me. Well, legit, I did cry. I'll be honest. Yeah. I cried in this film. It really hit, got my heartstrings. And for a movie to invoke that much emotion, I've got to give it a solid 19 out of 19. Okay. I, it was... Absolutely fantastic, and all I and I was sitting a couple of rows back next to Brett actually, and all I could think in some of those scenes were, "Oh my God, what are my kids? How are my kids feeling?" Yeah. Like, and I saw my daughter, she ran you know, up. change yep. seats and sort of you know crawl into, crawl into lap Reed, at one my point. wife's yeah. lap yep. because it was that 
gut-wrenching mm. uh, scene. And uh, But, like, as I said, for movies to evoke that much emotion out of uh, me, uh, who's seen a lot of stuff, like, I think, you know, I can't help but give it a huge thumbs up. So. Yeah. Well done. We've seen Hereditary. I mean, yeah. come on, you just that was yeah, just rock that was solid. Full on. Yeah. Yeah. Who yeah. needs a head? <laughs> uh, well, I predicted nineteen, and uh, looks like I know myself pretty well no. because it's yeah. Uh, uh, you know, you're both right when you say it brings back confidence in the MCU, but at the same time, there's still other stuff to come. Uh, but you sit there and go, oh. James Gunn is an absolute genius and I'm excited. Whether it's DC or he does some other independent stuff, I will watch all of it because yeah. I'm a fan of of the way he can write all these ridiculous characters and make you care about them essentially. and To make them household names. Yeah. Like, you know, that, that's what I was trying to allude to. Like, you know, five, six years ago, Groot's uh, Rocket Raccoon, yeah, Star-Lord, yeah. no one no knew, one knew who they super, were. Super even, niche. You know, even in the comic book suit. Yes, that's yes. right, that's yeah. right. Uh, and now to look and now he back, gets to play with Superman just, and Batman like far out. Well, he's yeah. done his apprenticeship. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you can Amazing. do that with yeah. those, um, you know, lesser known characters. Yeah, he should be able to do great yeah. things. No, I'm uh, yeah, sticking with my 19 because it is a wonderful okay. film. Okay, Scotty, how does the uh, Adam Strange slash Adam Warlock <laughs> All factor right. in for the, you? The Strange Warlock. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm going to say it is. It's definitely worthy of a 19. But Adam Warlock takes a point off. it off yeah. down to an 18. So I'm going to bump it up okay. to an 18 okay. um, because I really did get invested mm. in the characters and particularly the high evolutionary. No, oh, he was amazing. As mm. Ben yep. said, yep. this is the Kang we deserve. This yep. is the yeah. Kang that we need. Let's please find a way to bring him back and make him an ongoing part yep. of yep. the next few, few, next few phases of the yep. Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm. Faux show. Very good. All right. Fantastic. Go out and check it out. If you haven't seen it, I'll take that advice. Next opportunity I get. Very excited. And I, well, you haven't, you did well, haven't spoiled it. So, <laughs> yeah. No, very good. All right. Well, I think we're pretty much spot on time. Yep. Well done, guys. Hey, look at that. We've been, I noticed actually this season, starting from 2023, we've been going for like an hour and a half, a lot of our episodes, yep. a lot longer. So, this is good. We're um we're back, back on in the uh, back here yeah, because that was one of our goals. We're going to be punchy, <laughs> but, but con- conversely, people just go, "Nah, I love the hour and a half episodes." Yeah, right. like, yeah but we don't like the one a.m. finish by the time we record our apps. It gets very late. Very good. All right, thank you, gentlemen. Very good to catch up again. Hey, thanks for everyone for tuning into another episode of Toy Power, um, and to all our patrons, thank you for your ongoing support and chatter on the Discord. It is awesome to have you there. Stay safe, take care, and we will see you around the toy aisles. And until next time, good journey! You can find the Toy Power team at all the usual online places. Facebook.com slash Toy Power Podcast, at Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram, or have your say and email us, toypowerpodcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher, and please leave us a review. Otherwise, we just assume we're awesome.